0: We're a school of math and science and so all students are required to take four years of mathematics and four years of science, so chemistry is required. Generally our sequence is freshman year biology, sophomore year chemistry, junior year physics.
1: The stress is really on taking AP sciences and AP math. Uh, mathematics courses, whichever it, may, it might be, or maybe as many as possible. And a lot of the students that do come here because it is, it's an exam school and they really just want to be here, a lot of those same students too end up leaving with an appreciation for math and science, even though they may not have started. with
2: For an AP Physics, I start with some sort of question, and sometimes they're not even sure where I'm going with this question, but it's to get to get their prior understanding. So I start off with a question and then I let them explore. I let them do some sort of lab activity. We ask a question, um, I have them explore a little bit without much instruction, and then now they all have an experience. And then afterwards, I, we go into an explanation. We start to explain, all right, why? why? Why did you get the results that you did? We start to go through that. So there's, instead of traditional lecture, here's how the lab's gonna look, then do the lab. Let's explore a little bit, so you have some direct knowledge then you go into a little bit of explanation, and then we frequently go back to the explorer. That's what I love about this school, I'll mention this, is I feel I'm given that latitude to do a little bit more exploration, a little bit more hands-on, a little bit more like, wow, let's see how cool this is. Get your hands dirty.
0: For AP Chemistry, Uh, We noticed that students coming in, um, even with the preparation of one full year of chemistry, were just not quite ready for the AP level sciences, and so we created the Summer Bridge Program. We brought them over to Northeastern University uh, for two weeks in the summer, um, familiarized them with the laboratory, had them perform college level laboratories, had them have um, professors lecture to them, and sort of get them engaged in what it would be like to take a college level course in high school.
1: The big
3: boost for the school, I think, it's just a seriousness about high school, and that kids see their friends taking classes, and the classes are college-level classes. They're earning college credit for it. They they get to say they passed an uh, an exam, and they may have taken it junior year, so now they have that confidence, and they're they become more serious as juniors and seniors. And now you have ninth graders and sophomores that are looking forward
1: and saying, "Oh, these are the steps that I need to take in order to prepare myself." take the AP classes. One of the things that the administration has really tried to do is to not just have each science class kind of on its own, but have it lend itself towards something or to show some meaning between what's covered in class and the outside world so there's not that disconnect. The
3: content that we do during the year is the content that is on MCAS, and I'm very aware of that. But I don't want to keep reminding the kids over again that we're learning this for standardized test. We're not learning it for standardized tests. We're teaching them the skills so they can move on in mathematics. But these students realize how much how far behind they are, that they're willing to voluntarily come on Wednesday afternoon from two o'clock until four o'clock being bribed by brownies, um, to do MCAS review. And we review through um, each type of problem. Since I'm an inquiry-based teacher, we do a lot of open response questions and and presentations. So they're used to writing and speaking about their mathematics. They don't just do multiple choice and true-false. So once they get one of those kinds of questions, it's no different than what they've been doing every week.
0: You're starting to teach them at a young age, what happens if you're brilliant at math, but you can't share that information? What happens if you have this great discovery, but you can't manage your team, and you can't communicate what needs to be done? And I think that that's one of the things that sort of unites the faculty here, that we have a sense that it is for a bigger cause than just maybe teaching the subject matter. Although, of course, I love to see my students get into chemistry. Most of my work is actually having them manage their time, learn to be a better student, be successful in college, and hopefully have a better career and have options open to them. I think that in the end, although we are a school of math and science and have a math and science focus, well, most of us are are trying to achieve a better student model so that the students can have a greater uh, wide variety of choices as they exit. I do think what's here is, the quality level of the teachers. Um, I I know you're touching upon having been a female and a minority. I actually was in medical school and left medical school. And I I recognize the fact that in upper level science, there's a lack of minorities, but also females. And so having a lot of positive role models in the school is great because the students see, you know, maybe I can do this.